Hey everyone, David here. I want to tell you about my music podcast, On Rotation. It's engaging, interactive, and insightful. Music mm-hmm. entwines with everything. It's something that always rings true to me. So when I need something to kind of root me, I can always go back to music in a sense, you know? Yeah. Join me each episode as we rotate through a number of topics and hear why it's the podcast that's always on replay and never on repeat. Listen to On Rotation wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're listening to music, the artist has an intent when they're writing it. But when you're like interpreting it as a listener, you kind of assign your own interpretation and it can be just as valuable, even though it's completely different. Being able to express myself in a way that I thought I never could and kind of was uncomfortable doing by myself is something that will eventually lead to discovering more about myself. That's why I love music, man. It's something that lasts forever and it's never long enough, whether you're playing it or listening to it. Hey everybody, what's up, what's happening? You're listening to On Rotation, the podcast that's always on replay and never on repeat. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is David, I'll be your host and lovely guide. Well folks, we made it to 2022, and we're here to celebrate in the best way we know how, with music. So while you gear up to tackle some of your New Year's resolutions, make sure you add listen to more music on there, because we're going to tell you all about which artists and albums we're expecting to hear from in the coming year. So here to talk about our most anticipated album releases of 2022, we have the one and only Mr. Nick Alley. What's up? <laughs> and our lovely friend, Miss Jen Gordon. What's up? I knew you were going to do You guys are so (laughs) modest. It's just... Sup? It's okay. You guys doing okay, right? We're getting excited for this list. Uh, I'm too... Oh, yeah. I haven't (laughs) talked to Jen like this in so long, and I don't know if it's going to be amazing or worse than what I... Got a point, ladies and gents. Yeah. You never know. Between the three of us, you never know what's going to go down, but the two of you have a special bond because you guys have worked you've done projects together you guys talk a lot outside of me i'm just the reason you both are here right now you brought us together for another podcast <laughs> oh. person who could bring us out of retirement i'm telling you oh appreciate that well let's get into some of these releases because i'm really excited and even though it's the top of the year like there have been some albums confirmed some that are still rumors some people posting on social media you know all the different outlets and i was just doing so much extensive research last night and I really forget how many people like drop subtle hints until you go back and Jen and I were talking about this a little bit before we got on and you're like oh wait that person said something like last year and now they're like saying more or they're in the process of releasing it and somebody that I like completely forgot until I looked it up and found I think Rolling Stone had a piece on it yeah Kehlani teased like 
her album, which she actually has a title for called Blue Water Road back in like December and or September actually of last year. And she dropped the song Alter as like the first single off of that. Mm-hmm. And she said in her Instagram caption that this album was coming in the winter. So I'm like, where is it? Is it like winter as in like it was supposed to be the end of 2021 or is it like soon to be? I don't know if you guys have that on your radar. Technically winter's March tw- 20th or it goes until March 20th. Mm-hmm. So she's got some time, right? <laughs> Do you remember that video? Oh, this is so off topic, but the guy that is like, where is the album? And then he's like, where is the album? Yes, I think I do, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought of just now when you were like, where is it? Yeah. Yeah. Off topic, I'm sorry, but I had to bring it up. Um, No, but so she wasn't on my radar, but I honestly want some great success from her because she fucking kills it every time I actually listen to her. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, and she actually said, I think she did, yeah, she did an interview with Rolling Stone and said that when she was recording her last album, there was so many extra songs that she had that were included. And she was like, this is, this is a whole other album. So I'm just gonna put this out as an album. So it seems like she probably could. I think at this point, it's all just a matter of when. Yeah. Do you have any inklings on like types of producers you think she might go with this time around or if she's switching up the sound? I'd have to look and see because I don't remember who she mainly worked with on It Was Good Until It Wasn't, but I feel like it would probably be the same people that she was Mm -hmm. with. But that's such a great album too. Yeah. I feel like artists kind of keep loyal to their producers, especially when it's like they make such good albums with them that they're pretty, they stick with them for a while. Mm-hmm. they develop that relationship that's just so inherent to making their products yeah well because they know that they're like what their sound is and like what they're looking for and like little little things that they want to keep going from like one album to the next so if you bring in another producer they may not know like what right. you're really looking for or they may think it but then it's like you kind of have to like have like an unspoken like I know what's you want from this album kind of thing instead of being like so what do you want it's like you should know yeah, interested mm-hmm. to see the direction. Yeah, so that was the first one I wanted to bring up. Uh, Nick, how about you bring someone up that you're thinking of? Um, so if I, I had to choose a, a major release, I think Beyonce's on everyone's radar just yeah. because she's Beyonce. And there's been <laughs> inklings, like you've been saying, like, oh, she's been like kind of been more active on social media. She's just joined TikTok, which is a huge tell. And I don't even know what that could even entail. Beyonce being on TikTok, I feel like that's right. ludicrous. But yeah, I, I just think that if you're a big pop fan in general, and obviously Beyonce is like queen of fucking everything, she, you're going to have to keep an eye out for that. I don't know when it's coming. She could release anything, but I mean, she last time she released a solo record was Lemonade, other than like some curated stuff with Black is King and mm-hmm. uh, the dual projects, the Carters with obviously Jay-Z. But I'm interested to see what kind of direction. I mean, she released freaking Beyonce and Lemonade. I don't know how much more you could top that, but... uh. Do you think she'll release it at midnight again? So that's like her theme of just being like, surprise. I don't know. That's what I mean. Like she's done so many other like projects since then. And she's also Beyonce. So it's not like, even if she did, it would cause a stir mm-hmm. in general. So, but I don't know if it's, it, I mean, it's been her thing. She popularized the whole surprise album drop. And now it's like, yeah. okay, do I continue doing that yeah. for a third time? Or is that too predictable or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't think it'd be like, predictable for her I think it's just like I guess it makes it's just like that's just like her thing I guess so I guess that would be pretty predictable I think it'd be more like the sound of it because Beyonce was actually on my list too and I went back and I found that she had spoken about like upcoming music and a Harper's Bazaar interview 
and she said like she's been inspired a mm-hmm. whole lot by like the whole past year and a half or like two years at this point and actually she said she's been in the studio working on stuff so I think she's saying a lot more about being inspired by like love travel escape and that makes me think of I think she did an ad with Jay-Z and like Tiffany I think it was Tiffany right where like the two of them so I'm like I feel like she's kind of revisiting her family and her love life and things like that so I think if she were to put out an album, which like could be very soon, it's going to be very different from what we've heard, like on her recent ones. Yeah, I, I think she could rock any type of genre. I mean, she's Beyonce, so. She could literally come out with <laughs> a country just... album. We'd be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does a little bit of country on her last album. Yeah, that's so. true. And she did a little bit of rock. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That girl's got everything. Yeah, yeah. She can do whatever she wants. She could come out with like a pop punk, like warp tour album and everyone would be like, open up the pit. God, imagine. Yeah. That'd be insane. But if she went full jazz, that'd be cool. I'd yeah. listen to a full jazz. Or like mm. some techno or something. Mm. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> Queen B, just do it all. Just do it all. If you haven't already. She's taking notes as we we're speaking. Oh yeah. yeah. She's like, oh yes, yes. This is what the, yes. the kids want. Yes. <laughs> the youth. Gordy on the beat, what do you have? Gordy on the beat. Oh my god. I had to. Oh, have I never thought of that. I'm going to be, your name's Gordy and it's Gordy as the beat. Alright, continue. You're so embarrassed. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Love that. (laughs) What do you got? Uh, So, the first one that I want to mention, I don't know if you guys are like into him at all but he's someone that I grew up with and I've seen him perform like a couple years ago Brian Adams actually is coming out with an album on March 11th okay uh, and he's naming it so happy it hurts I love Brian Adams I think everyone's gonna be like a like thinks of him as just like summer of 69 like he has no other bops but he has bops okay Mm. and he is like maybe in his 60s 70s but like he still got it his last album was in 2019 shine a light shine a little light or something like that but I'm kind of noticing like just in general with albums that were released in like later 2019 that we're starting to kind of see like a wave of like albums coming out now because that was like the COVID recording where they had like nothing to do so they just focused on their album or like it got pushed back because of COVID like coming back up again and yeah but I'm just excited for it one that's amazing because I was not on Brian Adams was not on my radar two I think you do bring up an excellent point that I was thinking about last night too is that you know with no touring or your traditional album cycles due to COVID people are like well I can't do the whole album tour rest repeat everyone's mm-hmm. just like I'm chilling anyway so I might as well just create more music and a exactly. lot of times it becomes like more experimental type of music that they wouldn't be able to make and if it doesn't you know doesn't work then whatever they they got an album that they're already promoting <laughs> for the, the actual tour yeah. or it's just an opportunity I mean you can see it from like Taylor Swift switched it up and so many others but it's just interesting to me that like so many people are switching up the genre and just have more ability to make more music because what else you're gonna do as an artist? You have more time. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. So, because I just, I think it's just because it's like one of those like I grew up with him. Like my mom listened to him all the right, time. Right. Yeah. Like, New Summer '69. By the time I was probably like seven. <laughs> so I'm just excited for that. That's gonna be a huge generational thing. Like you said, all those people that like grew up listening to him, mm-hmm. and like you said, even our generation, like our parents. That's gonna be a huge sweep. Yeah, I, 
feel like he's also like going on tour this summer mm, interesting but not like arena size i think he's going more for like a theater kind of okay. size good move yeah yeah i could see him in more of like a smaller theater size room yeah i agree bring the kiddos make it a whole family night bada bing mm. bada bing. <laughs> oh i'm going by myself <laughs> even better party Let's with the 40 year olds i love that i love that for you that's the best type of content oh 100 percent I do. Yep. So, do you guys remember how Avril Lavigne dropped a song? Yes, she's on uh, Travis Barker's new uh, record label. Oh yeah, yeah. She's been kind of active, and I think we can assume that she is putting out an album. From what I was able to see, it looks like sources are saying February might be when the album comes out. She's done like a few appearances on different platforms, like podcasts. She did like a couple shows promoting um, the single, which is Bite Me, which I was, I'm literally still obsessed with that song. Cause it's just, I just think it's like perfect Avril, perfect, like punk rock, like pop rock. Like it's just everything. And she says, like, she said in an interview that I found that Bite Me serves like the perfect intro to the album. So I'm like, if that's just a sampling, I'm ready for the whole fucking meal. Like I want Avril Lavigne from like 2007 with like girlfriend all Mm. over my feed like I just I'm ready for it I think I'm so ready for Avril to come back I agree it's been too long wait was she was also the one this is again I'm going so off topic but she was the one where everyone was like she has a twin or like yeah fake that was okay yeah the conspiracy (laughs) theory yeah First of all, that's really funny because I forgot that was even a thing. Two, yeah, I actually agree. Like, I think it's funny. I mean, this is really a f- her back to basics foray of her, which she's known for. You know, over 2010, she experimented with some more pop and different things. But like, Bite Me just, like you said, it, it slaps. I think it's fitting in very well with like the pop punk revival going on with like Willow, MGK. Mm. You know, it fits in well because it's obviously Travis Barker, who's also killing the game right now. So... I'm excited. I actually loved, I was going to bring up um, the Lil Nas TikTok with her in it. With Oh my God, I love that TikTok. It's like bing bong. And it's, oh, you know, it's so you know. good. It's literally iconic. It's like um, Gen Z's version of like our Twitter picture from the Oscars with Ellen, if that makes sense. That's what I've been liking. Andrew. I don't know if that's too, <laughs> too aggressive. It just got a whole bunch of different celebrities from, I think, Variety. Question yeah, variety, variety had like uh, I think it was like variety hitmakers event or something like that. Yeah, and it had like Olivia Rodrigo, it had friggin' like Chloe and Armani. So yeah, there's just a whole bunch of different celebrities. So that's what I've been thinking. I think that's a pretty good promo. I mean, it's got 13.3 million likes on TikTok alone just from mm-hmm. that one TikTok, and everyone's like, "Is that Avril Lavigne?" Like, I think people are getting hyped for it. So. I didn't realize the album was coming so soon though. Holy crap. Like, yeah. Like I said, I don't know if it's confirmed February, but that was what yeah. I was able to find. So, but I think with the timing, cause bite me came out in November. I feel like that's usually a decent amount of time between releasing a lead single and then releasing the full project. So you never know. Who's to say. All right, Nick, give us another one. All right. So the next one I have is Frank Ocean who, you know, I figured by now, we chat. I didn't mean to steal yours if that's the look that you're no, I I'm nodding in like please. Like where is please. he? Right. I mean, I think there is the whole oh I'm headlining Coachella in 2020. Like that's I, right. I list and 
blonde in 2016 like the dude's overdue you know and he's he's got I think he played like um like New Year's a few years ago he played at like an HIV AIDS event supporting mm. like you know the cure for it and I think he played a few unreleased songs which mm. was like hearing him up for 2020 and then it just never came to fruition because of COVID obviously which happened to everybody but now it's like all right brother like Where's the album? (laughs) Be the damn album. (laughs) Where is the album? Literally the theme of this whole conversation. (laughs) The whole topic. It's so funny. It's just crazy. Like he has such a stronghold on like the industry in today's like market. And for somebody who doesn't really release or play that much, he's just such a not even novelty, but it's so rare. It's like he's sought out, I would say. He's very sought out. Like, how cool is it? Like, there's only like a handful of people who can say, Oh, I've seen Frank Ocean like mm. yeah well i want to see frank ocean he has like everybody in such a chokehold that even if it was like you only know two songs by him and you're like yeah frank, frank ocean he's okay if as soon as he drops an album you're gonna be like frank ocean frank ocean like biggest fan and i feel like frank ocean has the perfect songs to listen to when you just want to like feel like a main character lie down <laughs> on your floor on your back and just stare at your ceiling and just lol you know oh pretty pretty spot on um I, channel orange is one of my favorites from like growing mm. up it was actually uh in my cd in my car like you know how you like the six rotators in your old cars oh my Mine, god in the number one spot and i never took it out until i had to give the car away i just loved that cd so much it's it's one of my all-time favorites and it was just huge at the time too it mm. was uh you know him it was just, everywhere yeah, it was crazy. Like, just like relatively unknown dude who was a part of Wolfgang and then like blew up. It was it was so cool. Well, so. you can't even get the blonde vinyl like anywhere. And if you do find one on like online or something, they're like thousands of dollars. Yeah, Jeez. that's what I mean. It's such a it's so hard to like. It's crazy. Like he's created this atmosphere around him, which I love. Uh, mm-hmm. Not many artists can just not put out music for umpteenth amount of years or be yeah. away from the spotlight. And then, you know, now that we're gearing up for what 2023 Coachella is going to look like with him, and I better get some more music from him. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, that's a good one to bring up. I hadn't even thought of Frank Ocean. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the guy's got plenty of friggin' tunes over the last six years, <laughs> even if he recorded a song per year mm. or two. Give it to us, Frankie. Mm. Come on. But what if he just drops like two albums and was like, here you go mind-blowing i would be surprised i feel like that's the strategy that he's gonna go with i just i don't know if it will be kind of like i don't know we'll see the artists have done like a part one part two album though i know um there's this band called the vamps that were like really big in 2013 and whatnot and then they had like a day and night album Hmm. so like their night album was like the party jams like pump me up like you're going out like you meet a girl out like that's like their whole thing and then their day album was like you wake up the next morning like kind of sad like oh it's funny actually you mentioned that oh Jen. yeah because no, I-, I remember seeing i think doja cat said she wants to do a two-part album where it's like half of it is like pop and then half of it's like rap and that's totally her brand and totally something she would do so it definitely happens people do it i think the two-part album is yeah. such a good route to go like marketing wise too like keep people on their toes of like what's this gonna be about and I feel just like aesthetic wise it's so sick to have like a two-parter of like say you release one part this time market it whatever and then the second time you release the part two and even like from a touring aspect if you like create your show to be like 
to go where it's kind of like you're easing into like the part one into the part two I just feel like that looks nice yes yeah I think what you mentioned too is like timing is also huge because I think like if you release the back-to-back it's a little bit tougher because it's almost like an a and b side of like a cassette cassette you know what I'm trying to say cassette yes. player <laughs> um whereas like sometimes that can be overwhelming right like say you have 20 songs on an album some people are like all right let's get mm. to the point you yeah. know like but if you break it up into 10 and 10 and you release it maybe like six months down the road right before you're about to tour bam promo people are excited you could still do an album rollout beforehand because you got everything recorded even though you're going on tour like it's exciting so yeah totally. I'd like to see what they can do yeah. and doge doge doja doja yeah. Yeah. Cat, Miss Cat. He goes doggy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Jen. Um, what do you got? Do you guys know Wet Leg? Of course, right? That is so funny that you brought them up. Yeah. So they have this song. I can't pronounce it because I'm really bad at pronouncing things. But in the, huh? Is it Chase? Yes. Yeah. They reference Mean Girls in it, where it's like, "Would you like have someone assign us or have someone assign you to butter your muffin?" And yes. Just, Excuse me. What? And so she like keeps saying it. And I think that is like perfect. The way that it fits in the song. Just I've kiss. noticed people, yeah. People are kind of 50-50 on it where they're like, what is this song even about? Like they don't get it, but also like it captures that they like hit the pop culture of what Mean Girls was, because that's a fucking amazing movie. Mm-hmm. But they have an right. album coming out, just like a self-titled wet leg album on April 8th. Ooh. And I'm excited for that. Um, just because I feel like they blew up really quickly. I believe through TikTok mainly. So with them, basically what happened was it, from what I've read is that they were signed to a label a couple years ago and then like didn't do anything. And then they released some stuff and then just immediately blew up. And I feel like me and Nick have talked about this and we probably have too, David, but like people who are on TikTok and blow up immediately, they're like set for their, whenever they release the next album, it's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I also find that funny that you bring it up because I didn't know, first of all, that they, so they're independent now? I don't think they're independent. They're still, like, they signed with a label and then they, I don't know, I think it's Columbia. They signed with someone and then they, like, didn't do anything for a while. I believe probably to, like, because there's, like, a branding process that goes with any artist. So I feel like that's kind of what they were doing and, like, trying to figure out their sound. I think they're from Norway. So I feel like they probably blew up in like in the Europe area first before they blew up here because I feel like that's kind of how it usually goes but yeah I think they're signed to Columbia didn't do anything and then they just immediately blew up that's okay. really cool yeah. yeah they're getting huge amounts of play on um alternative radio and NPR actually has been pressing them forward for recently a lot which I think is kind of funny but they yeah, I, I I'm I'm surprised you brought them up because I was thinking about them like they're not like super like in the mainstay yet but like like you said they're blowing up on various platforms and right night <clears throat> right now so, I feel like love once, yeah so. I feel like once they have their album out they'll get a little bit more bigger with their name be like a household name of like oh yeah wet leg they're pretty good kind of thing where I feel like now they're kind of you still have to be like oh you don't know wet leg like listen to this song they're really good and still kind of have to like talk about them a little bit but I feel okay. like after this album everybody starts somewhere right yeah exactly yeah and if they're getting the amount of buzz that you guys just mentioned, they very well could be on that way to becoming a household name, like Jen said. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they'll blow up like that big. Like, remember how like we all 
like we saw Billie Eilish play House Blues and then like immediately blew up and then play the Pavilion yeah. like a year or two later or something like that. I don't think it's going to be to that scale, but I think people will start to get like at least know who they are and listen to them a little bit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, if you can still make a living and tour and have fun and create music, like I agree. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Someone else on my list actually kind of thinking about blowing up and somebody getting more attention. Tate McRae is supposed to put out her debut album and she's been on a lot of people's radar. Like I saw her at Jingle Ball and I immediately became a fan and she's getting a lot of airplay. A lot of like the big market stations know her and she put out a song feels like shit, which is like the lead single off of this album. There's no like name and there's no exact release date, but she is Mm -hmm. supposed to go on tour apparently. So She's at the Royale on April 1st. Oh, cool. Fool's Day. Haha. <laughs> 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 Is it really happening? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her stunt double. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually a great one. I didn't even think about her. She's so young, too. Like, yeah. She, I think she's about 18, 19, 17. Yeah, something like that. But she's very, uh, you know, you broke me first, really help her blow up and then she was on that track with Troy Vaughn, you in um regard so and I know that iHeart's been helping her out so and she's getting that radio airplay in all sorts of ways so mm-hmm. I'd love to see her blow up we'll see how it's I don't really yeah her voice too is so unique like it really pulls you in in my opinion I think it really captures like a lot of different things so mm-hmm. I'd be happy if she blew up I saw her Instagram actually like not too long ago and she's got a good uh, presence Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she does yeah, well she was a dancer first she actually did a lot of work I think with Justin Bieber and like some of his videos and stuff like that the more you know today yeah. I learned <laughs> Nick do you want to throw out another one or do you want to should we yeah should the say? only one I really I had a few others but the main one that I wanted to make sure that we got in <clears throat> was uh Kendrick just because I'm so need- glad you brought that up because he was on mine too he's just I- I'm so interested to see how he comes back just because you know in 2020 I think there was rumors that he was supposed to come back and uh he was he was headlining a festival in Canada I'm dropping the name right now but like there was already some inklings like okay he's coming back and like then then obviously things just didn't happen and then we had the Black Lives Matter movement which a lot of people thought he was gonna like come back for and just like you know go hard because like a lot of you know his past music has been a part of that and like showcasing that even before Black Lives Matter even happened and then you know he's also just Kendrick so like there's so many different things where like he's got high appeal like he's just one of the greatest and I am I just want to hear what he has to say and like he's been on some featured tracks like he's on Family Ties with Baby Keem also put out a great album didn't know they were cousins but uh very I I found out not too long ago but like still awesome great for him and I'm just like super excited to see like what type of dimension that he goes towards and the music scape of things I think he could kill it he's very versatile like Beyonce in regards to like type of genres and pioneering a sound but man, oh man, like I need him to come back so I can hit the gym and just rage and also hear some strong. <laughs> it's funny, like I said, he was on my list too. And I guess he put out like, he does like a blog or something like that to his fans. And I tracked it down. And he said he's like working on his last album with I think the record label that he's with right now and talking about like the direction he wants to go in and like finding the beauty and completion and all this stuff. And I'm like, yes, Kendrick, can we have it, please? I'm I'm ready. He's also been like a mainstay in Top Dog. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 
we'll see what happens. I mean, he could just do whatever the hell he wants. He's Kendrick Lamar, yeah. so. He's another artist who can just do whatever he wants and everyone would just fall at their feet for it, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Honestly. Jen, throw out another one that you have. So this one's coming out on January 14th, mm. but Corday is someone that I kind of was like, I knew of, but didn't really listen to as much. But then he announced a show at Paradise on uh, February 17th that everyone should go to if you're listening to this. And uh, Where is Paradise? Jen? It's on Commonwealth Ave, right off of the Babcock Street T-stop. It's a 953 cap <laughs> venue. <laughs> it's great. It's iconic. It's like one of the most iconic venues in Boston. Just saying that now. And the talent buyer is also the coolest person ever. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I kind of was just like, Corday, like, know of him, whatever. And then just started kind of listening to his music because I was like, I kind of want to go to this show and just, like, check it out. Because rap, like, really isn't, like, rap R&B kind of really isn't my forte, I guess. So I'm trying to get into the know of artists that are, like, coming up now and playing venues around here. So his album's coming out on January 14th called For a Bird's Eye View. And I'm just honestly really excited for it. He has my favorite song that he has right now, which is not related to the album at all, but he has a song with Anderson Pack, which is RNP. And it's really good. It's just like that kind of like, you know, Anderson Pack. Like he's. Yeah, Anderson's really good. You know, you know. It's all fine. That's awesome, though. I remember seeing a bunch of outlets talking about Corday. Yeah. So I think that'll be a big one, too, honestly. Like I think he's getting a lot of buzz, it seems. Yeah, he's doing really well. This could be the year. And he's dating um, yeah, Naomi really... Osaka, the tennis player. Unrelated, mm-hmm. but he is. Oh, she... really? Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, I think um, I'm really excited for the outcomers this year. Mm. I always think it's crazy to see who, like, blows up. Like, a year ago, like, today, I think, like, Olivia Rodrigo wasn't even a name until driver's license. Yeah. I mean, she was. She was on, like, uh, or whatever. But, like, then she became household because she was on everything. Driver's license, mm-hmm. stage of vu, good for you everything it's just crazy to be so i i maybe corday is the the overall of this year so who knows we never know do we lose you too no she's there she's just not paying sorry i'm looking at this (laughs) no i just don't get it anyways just doesn't get what's Uh, happening all right david it's fine i never do (laughs) i i'm so spaced out like 80 percent of the fucking time and then i like it and it hits me later on and i'm like oh right okay right yeah We've all been there. That, we have those days. Everybody hmm. has those days. <laughs> hmm. Hannah Montana, get it? She, okay. If Miley Cyrus released like another like Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, like A side, B side, I would lose Ooh. my mind. Just saying, just saying. Mm. That'd be juicy, wouldn't it? That would be, be great. <laughs> yeah. I like the plastic hearts from her. Oh, 2020. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's too quick of a turnaround mm-hmm. for her. Uh, she's been doing some outlets. She just did the New Year's Eve event with Pete Davidson. So I don't really know. I mean, she's Miley Cyrus and she's got oodles of money and she can do whatever she wants. So yeah. I guess she can just do whatever. <laughs> but I, I, I would think that maybe you'd be promoting something. But yeah, yeah I think she's taken some time. I feel like she, it would be a while before we hear something from her. Something concrete, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody else that I had hey. kind of taking... A dip away from like newcomers and up and comers. I want to talk about somebody that we've actually lost and apparently is finally getting, I can never say this word, posthumous. Pos- you guys know that word? When you release oh, an album after somebody dies. Yeah, yes. I know what you're saying. 
I, I can't say it either. Posthumous? That. When you release an album, like I said, after an artist passes away, Aaliyah's team apparently is putting out an album, which they are, is just crazy because this year would be, yeah, I think this year would be 20 years since she died. I always forget if it's 02 or 01, but they put out a song with actually featuring The Weeknd called Poison at the end of last year. And I remember like listening to it and it was just, I think people are kind of questioning it because it's been so long since she died and I think they've done like some other like releases after her death but I don't really know how this one would like stand up with other stuff that like other artists do or when people release the other posthumous albums where it's just you have all this stuff that essentially has gone unreleased that the artist has recorded and then you're kind of like playing jigsaw puzzle and putting it together so I don't know like Nick you brought up that you heard about it like what have you heard or like what do you what do you think? You kind of took most of, not took most of mine, but I, I think you articulated most of my ideas already for it. So um, mm. I heard about it just because I, there's a bunch of features that are going to be going on it for like today's type of um, artist, which I find interesting because, you know, I don't know if that would happen in today's world. I don't know. I mean, she was so huge when she was huge and then, you know, unfortunately left us too soon. But like you said, 20 years is a lot different compared to like somebody who like Juice World, who unfortunately is also passed, mm. but already had some songs in the the vault, right? He had plenty yeah. of music and he's still in like a mainstay of today's world. So I don't think it's not going to do well. I think that people will definitely check it out because, you know, what, like, wouldn't you? Yeah. But I'm interested to see comparatively, like 20 years is a long time. Like The weekend jumping on a song poison like the song's only like two and a half minutes like i don't that's not usually her vibe you know she's going yeah. for like those ballad r&b bangers where it's like you know four or five minutes of just instrumental not just like instrumental but like you know heavy play on the r&b factor so yeah um i'm really interested to see how the general public reacts to it especially just because you know she also just got to streaming like her estate just allowed that's all true her. yeah so, that's a whole I, other thing yeah Right. So I think the timing and everything is going well. I just, I, I don't know if the fans who know her, like I've seen a, uh, some interesting things about uh, Poison, which I actually like, uh, mm -hmm. but a lot of people are thinking that like they might be a little over-processed, that there might be some editing done just so it sounds a little bit more fresher and more to the mainstream of today, which I don't disagree with, but I do think that anyone should check her out. She's a uh, legacy art artists in a lot of ways and influence yeah. a lot of people so i'm hoping that our generation will check her out either way so and hopefully you know having those feature artists on it will be great i'm just interested to see the critic reception to it so yeah no i agree 100 percent. was there another one that you wanted to throw out nick another release you have i have a few i, I don't want to take jen's thunder though is your <laughs> last one the guy no oh it's not it's more like a they like they're a group Okay, well, my last person is Harry Styles because there's already been inklings that he's supposed to be coming yes. out. And really? But they were like, oh, I heard some of his new album. And they were like, you're not supposed to say that. So it's somewhere. It's out there. It's it's not out there, but it's, Interesting. Uh, it's been heard by certain celebrity friends. So I want to see the direction. Obviously, they really, I think, fine-tuned, fine line into that pop rock type of blend that which is still such a huge year. album. So huge. Great tunes. You know, Watermelon Sugar, Dory, you hit the nail on the head of still having those rock type of elements, but still being within the pop sphere. So, you know, great blend of everything. So 
I'm excited to see, uh, again, the direction. I mean, it's Harry Styles. You can't go wrong. You know, you just finished up the the tour. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if he's waiting to take a little time off or he's got like a big summer single. I could definitely see something like Q2 for him. Mm, yeah. Uh, just because he's, I mean, how great was Watermelon Sugar all summer long? <laughs> oh, my God. I got him in a, a Grammy, too. So that's true. Um, he, I love him. And I know Jen also loves him way more. um i wanted to make note of that because i think he had such a banner time releasing um you know fine line was right at the almost beginning of the pandemic too so he was kind of at a foray Mm. of like what the hell am i gonna do promotion wise yeah Uh, but i think his team ended up killing it and he had a great 2020 so much so that he got a grammy from it and 2021 started going back on those big tours and now 2022 what where we at harry you know yeah if the, if the music's done, I'm interested to see, he's very eccentric, right? In the sense of how he is in general. So I'm interested to see yeah. like what type of way he'll start promoting it. Like, is he getting a new haircut? Is he getting a new tattoo? Is <laughs> getting a new haircut. Awesome? Yeah, that's true. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm interested in the wardrobe. Yeah. He'll pioneer something if it, if it's really goes the right way. So I'm, I'm really interested to see if he has like the next, you know, like, an artist has like a defining song right and he he already has a few that people like know but, yeah like how great would it be if like there was a general public song that was like something like of the caliber of like blinding lights on there or like a legacy song like bad romance or like mm. uh, just like those big songs I, I i'm thinking that the next album will have harry styles the harry styles song mm. on it and i'm excited so that's my <laughs> that's a good one yeah i really did not even think Harry would even be in the mix at this point because I think we just see him everywhere that everyone's like Harry Styles, Harry Styles. And then you forget like that it's been, it has been like a minute since he actually put out that album. So mm-hmm. he's taking advantage of it. Yeah. Jen, you have anything to weigh in on Harry Styles, dude? I thought you'd be <laughs> like ready to tackle me. I just feel like he gets it when it comes to like any marketing he does. Cause just because I think he knows, like I'm not saying this in like a bad way, but he just knows that we'll like eat that shit up. Like when he even yeah. did like adore you and he did that whole like the the island. I'm blanking on the name now, but um adore, yeah, dude. that right. Okay. Big fan in here. Um, and then he had like all the marketing for it. He was sending like postcards to like hit some random fans, like being like, Oh, wish you were here, kind of thing. And I so I feel like for his next album, he'll do something like similar with making it like the fans are like interacting with it a little bit Ooh. um mm-hmm. I, I don't know what he might do but i feel like the whole like sticking like the island like wish you were here like come visit is good mm-hmm. so. yeah he's very very good at creating an aesthetic he's mm-hmm. one of the one of those very innate artists that knows how to create this image and this whole aura that like everyone strives to do but he does so like articulately well i don't know if articulately is a word but i just said it so now it is <laughs> you made it a word it's fine who cares i i can do what i want it's my podcast <laughs> period <laughs> and that's on <all>, period <laughs> <laughs> and that's on on rotation podcast oh, oh, oh. if i need marketing assistance i know who to ask <laughs> <laughs> She was the marketer for Vimp for eight, nine whole months, so. That's true. That's true. Marketing assistant person expertise, Jen, do you have a final album release you want to mention? So it's not like an album like release. It's more like a speculation. 
But I'm just saying, if Rihanna doesn't announce any fucking album, even just an announce, <laughs> yeah. just announce, I don't care if she's I'm like- I'm glad oh, someone brought it up. <laughs> honestly, she could be like, album in 2024, I'm working on it. Yeah, it's okay, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, it's just something. But she is very much like, don't ask me about it. Like when it, re- like kind of like when it releases, the releases, but like, do not ask me about it. Like not in like a rude way, but like a joking kind of way. Cause she knows it pisses us off. So she's kind of like- dismissive, yeah. Yeah, but I just, there's nothing. She's giving Fenty and I know she's like doing her business and she's like killing it with the lingerie and the makeup, like killing it. Like queen of, <laughs> queen of doing it all. The world. She's queen but of the world. I, I just know this album, as soon as she puts it out, would be the best fucking album, like multi-Grammy winning album. I, I just need it. Need it right now. I, I need it. <laughs> yeah, I think she it's- put out an Instagram post. She trolls everybody too, dude. She mm-hmm. posted something at like the end of, she, like, an, like an Instagram thing, like album coming, end of 2020. And I'm like, oh my God, like what if she does a release right at New Year's? Like I lose my Oh my God, mind. I was waiting I for that. that. I was like, I think she would do it. No. So, and now it's 2022. (laughs) She is, she is the queen of shade when it comes to this. She, she won't talk about it. She won't acknowledge it. She just, I don't even, and like, like what stuff Jen was saying, I'm not mad, but I also am not happy because it's like, I know you're doing, yeah, like we're doing all these other things and that's great. Like, I wish she was fucking president, like, but come on, like we're. (laughs) We know, we know, and we know, and she knows that we know. So it's, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. All I'm me saying either, is bro. she doesn't make me. part of her marketing, like the, like, here it is. Now leave me the fuck alone kind of jokes. And like, <laughs> her like, posting like screenshots, yeah. of, screenshots of tweets of be- people like tweeting at her being like, bring the fucking album. Like I need this album in order to live or something. Then I'll be disappointed. Cause she needs to It will to, like, break use the it internet. Her. It will That's actually what- break the internet. I agree. She needs to use that to her. It's like her advantage, which I think she she's smart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything she releases is going to be fine. So just do it. Release the damn album, Rihanna. She, <laughs> we we're almost birthday. Time. Oh, yeah. She's in February. My dream, oh, my God. Right? I was going to say, what if she like dropped it on her birthday? It would be a birthday yeah, present to me because we have the same birthday. You're like almost one day apart, I think. Yeah. I want a joint birthday party with Rihanna before oh. I die. Fair. That's a good goal to have, honestly. I don't blame you. I will do everything in Olivia my power Rodrigo to make that happen. Do it. Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo actually shares a birthday with her, but like she can. Come. Oh, she's just like a side. She's like, oh yeah, she can come. It's Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah like, name you're invited. Like, like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong. No, 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 I love her. I was just like, I mean, Rihanna just has my mm. heart. So yeah, I mean, mine too. So we obviously, we covered so many different releases here, but there's definitely more that other people will probably want to hear about. So what I'm going to do is I'm probably, I'm going to compile all of our suggestions and probably thus more, throw them up on my website. So if you liked what you heard, you can definitely go on and check out the full list. We'll have that available for you. Nick and Jen, thank you so much for coming on. 2020 to you, it's going to be a year for music and we are ready for it. Hell yeah, we are. It's about power, it's about drive. (laughs) awesome thank you guys again i appreciate it of course see you soon illy (laughs) and now it's time to take a look at what popped this week in news 
Due to the spread of the Omicron variant of COVID-19, the 64th annual Grammy Awards have been postponed. The ceremony was supposed to take place January 31st, but now, according to a rumor mill, the Grammys might not happen until April. Sinead O'Connor's 17-year-old son Shane has allegedly taken his own life. Shane's body was found by police after he reportedly went missing from the hospital, in which he was admitted for multiple self-harm incidents. The Irish Times reports his death will be referred to the National Review Panel for investigation. Ronnie Spector has died at 78 after a short battle with cancer. As the leader of the iconic girl group The Ronettes, Spector was known for lending her voice to hits like Be My Baby and Walking in the Rain. In a statement, Spectre's family said her joyful sound, playful nature, and magical presence will live on in all who knew, heard, or saw her. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are engaged. Fox posted a video of MGK getting down on one knee in front of a banyan tree, where in July of 2020, the couple sat and quote, asked for magic. The couple first became close in spring 2020 while on the set of Midnight in the Switchgrass. And the lineup for Coachella 2022 has been released. Headliners include Kanye West, Billie Eilish, Harry Styles, and Swedish House Mafia. After being postponed multiple times because of the pandemic, the festival will take place in April at Empire Polo Club in Indio, California. That's going to do it for this episode. Feel free to tune in next time when we rotate through a whole new slew of topics. In the meantime, keep it real, y'all. 